0: Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California pariah Jonathan Charney, James the Batman Stevens. Hello. Rob the Old Guy.
1: You're listening to the Rob Charney y- yeah, show. Yeah, it's
0: me. I'm here. And we're going to start off the show as our tradition seems to be is bring out the dead, the people we loved, and we want you to love too, I guess. Um, so, Cody Logo, Days of Our Lives actor, dies at 34.
1: That's way too young. It's too young for anybody to die, but I unfortunately I don't know him. Princess
0: Marie Gabriella of Luxembourg dies at ninety-eight. That's a good run. And NYPD blue child actor Austin Majors dies at twenty-seven. Huh?
1: NYPD blue. Yeah, I I'm, that I'm show f- has been on for 27 years. Who is this guy? <laughs> I'm assuming he's a baby in the show. That's, that's that's
0: that's why. Jeez, I guess. If hmm. my computer would decide to work, eh, it's not working. Oh, there. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um. Let's see. Technical problems. Yeah, no kidding. Don't. You know what the worst part is when you click? You know, think. Okay, I'll just click a couple more times, and all you're doing is waiting for the same thing to load over and over again. Hmm uh let's see does it say i don't see what how it doesn't say like how old he was in the show but i'm assuming he was really young because that was on the what it had
1: the, to be the mid to late 90s it's, anyway so
2: yeah but so was he yeah i'm like were we sure he was born
1: <laughs> yeah it Did says he appeared in his mom's stomach in the yeah. episode or? yeah i
2: was kind of thinking
1: uh, so Starship
0: Elon Musk's SpaceX prepares to launch the most powerful rocket system ever built built built. Um so a static fire of the Starship on February 9th, 2023 left on the Starship that uh, oh, wrong one. Uh, so apparently it's supposed to happen soon. I think well, they 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 actually supposed to static fire all all however engines. This article thought it said how many I'm sorry. I picked the wrong article. There was an article. Maybe you should read it before
1: you start talking about it. But
0: I actually thought it was the same article because I did read one and I just, you know, it's one of those things that you, you, you click close. Uh, let's see. At 394 feet, the rocket is taller than any other operational heavy lift launchers. It's about 30 feet taller than the SLS mega rocket, which NASA launched around the moon and on its Artemis mission. Designing of rockets of its size is quite a feat of engineering, Dewick said as a rocket that twice as big as eight times as challenging to build and test fly. And the rocket's half the size. I'm looking, I'm beyond excited to watch this thing either explode or take off when it, when it does. This
1: rocket's being used for
0: what? This is Starship. This is supposed to be his man, his, his (laughs) new,
1: his new thing. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So he, he's going to be lifting stuff to the moon. Isn't that the case? This is the
0: one I think actually has its own space capsule, like actual, you know, crew quarters and... Let's okay. see. Starship right. is designed to be re- reusable, meaning it should be able to come back to Earth intact, ready for use again. Musk believes reusable rockets are the future. He's actually proved it. Um, uh, yeah, so this is the one, like, I've seen um, drawings of it, the actual Starship capsule itself. It has crew quarters and mission stuff. I... Mm. it. It kind of reminds me of a Buck Rogers stuff, actually.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've
0: oh. seen it. I've seen pictures of it.
1: But uh, interesting. Okay. Well, cool.
0: I'm I I'm I'm I love SpaceX um, mainly because the old guy, you know, you, you hear him talk about, uh, you know, listen uh, watching around the old black and white TV watching people land on the moon.
1: Oh, it was. Uh, well, I I got a chance to watch everything from Mercury to Gemini to Apollo. I mean, it was pretty phenomenal back then. To be honest, it uh, was—it was incredible.
0: And the old guy, space age was—you know—that's space age stuff was real. Look at this space age pencil. Look, this pen can write underwater.
1: You know, it's upside down.
2: Are we sure that you know it wasn't all fake?
1: Yeah, right. There there we go. No
2: question. (laughs) I mean, they were probably looking at flat Earth up
0: there. That's (laughs) right. It's not real on on the back of
2: the underside of the flat earth where australia is
1: <laughs> no it actually just when you look underneath it looks like a, a a record you know with all the little lines and
2: so when you uh, you know I, after i did that uh what was it the auction the weird things you know that we found at auction the disney auction stuff yeah. that i found i kind of looked around and I found something I think is the weirdest thing ever to really be sold at auction at like an actual big auction house. Not some of these little ones. I'm sure somebody's out there buying toenail clippings, nose hairs, you know, shit like that. Yeah. But yeah. like a legit auction house, what would you guys say would be the most weirdest thing that I've found?
0: So Elvis far? Presley's wart.
2: just a wild guess
1: that was a wild Uh, guess uh uh, a stuffed frog
2: let's just say food related
1: oh it's food related
0: the stomach content of elvis when he passed i have no
1: idea i don't know
2: i I know it probably stumped both of you
1: yeah you did
2: so a slice of wedding cake okay from 1840. really Verified the from 1840.
0: 1840. So is it still yeah. fresh or is it petrified?
2: It's Queen Victoria's plum cake, a slice of this wedding cake. Wow. Um, I'm not sure what the GBP is, but I'm assuming that's the pound. Guess how many pounds it, f- it sold for?
1: 2.5 million. Yeah, it sounds good. I don't know. Uh,
2: 1,500 1, pounds, really, for oh. a slice of wedding cake from eighteen forty. Doesn't that uh, seem like, what like a do bargain. You have to do with these people, <laughs> I mean, are you going to
1: eat it? So that's so. I that's doubt really, that it's edible. At so this as point, so but, as
0: the uh, dais, this is recording. That's about eighteen hundred dollars.
1: Yeah. So, I I mean. So it comes with a letter of
0: verification. So is a hist, is a history geek? I actually think that's really gross and actually really cool that that's a, a piece of cake that hey. Her Majesty could
1: have like said, no, thank you. Too I much. think that would have been cool to, to buy it and then donate it to a high school.
2: So <laughs> this wedding cake apparently changed the tradition of wedding cakes. It was a three-tiered cake, three-tier plum cake. Stood fourteen inches tall, measured nearly ten feet across. Wow. And weighed three hundred pounds.
1: Almost as much as the uh Wow. The Queen herself.
2: Now <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyways, <laughs> but I'm just like, why would somebody want that? And who the hell held on to this fucking cake for that long? It,
0: so it had to be This sold in
2: twenty sixteen for
0: 1,500 pounds. Hmm. Um, you know what it was? Is her, majesty, that... her Majesty was tr- uh, finally cleaning out the icebox and so it's like, oh, why is this in here?
1: <laughs> we finally found this and wondered where it <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. You would think that the monarchy would have kept it somewhere sacred or safe, right?
2: Somewhere in Buckingham like Palace. It's not like wine. That's what I just have to say. It's well, not that's like true. It's not
1: I I wouldn't even try to begin to want to eat it, but it must have, uh, did it show a picture of it? Yeah. And did it look like a desiccated piece of cake? Yeah. It
2: looked like a preserved piece of, you know, cake.
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh man. Well, hey, piece of history. Let's look at it that way.
2: Yeah. I just, I just, I mean, what are they going to do with it? A doorstop?
1: No, like I said, it should go in a museum, or it should go to a, high, a school somewhere, put it on display somewhere or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, so. I mean, you, not many things left over from that. That, Hey, food items, I bet that's the only thing left over. Well, we'll talk about germy
0: things that you touch every day. I've got a listicle. This may have been one the old guy has, but I, I ran into it today, and I figured, why not?
1: And All right, go for it. I have my own listicle.
0: Melanie, this is for you. I need to come up with some sort of listicle, you know, uh, a drop. So, yeah. thing, germy things you touch every day. Cell phones, remote controls, computer keyboards, dish sponge, toothbrush holder, anything in the office break room. Uh, <laughs> after working in some big box stores, you have no idea how gross all of those things are. Uh, dog toys yeah. what's that yeah
2: i, I would agree those yeah i agree people. yeah
0: money the dog toys huh money i 100 yeah. percent agree you, you never money, know oh, yeah they, after being in retail i've seen money pull out of places and i'm pretty sure it's a felony in multiple counties in certain parts of the country your office coffee cup the laundry Think a quick spin in the washer and dryer will get things clean? Maybe not. Once they found that some nasty viruses, including a roto, rotavirus, which has a severe stomach troubles, made it through the spin cycle in the dryer. Oh,
1: great. Great.
0: Don't. Just great.
1: Your purse?
0: Yeah, my purse is fine. Um, the ATM. Again, see the comment about big box stores. Shopping carts, soap dispensers, kitchen towel. And the reason I brought this up. Birthday cake.
2: <laughs> ah. Oh, and Rob, I just sent a picture of the cake in chat, just so you can get. Yeah, a picture. I saw
1: that. Let's see if I can see it.
2: <laughs> it might take a second to load, but that's, that's the screenshot that I got.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. It's so
1: uh.
2: I, I mean, birthday cake. Are they talking about like after the person blows on it?
1: Blowing up, yeah. Blowing <laughs> well, then up, it has the has the germs too, right? Blowing oh, out yeah. the candles <laughs> is fun,
0: but keep it to a solo activity. Everyone who blows on the cake sends out germs. One study shows it ramped up the number of bacteria on cake surfaces by one thousand
1: four hundred percent. Done, done, done. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I it's bet. not not a very pretty looking piece of cake, is it?
2: I mean, I'm sure it was when it was
1: you know made, a, yes.
2: about 180 years ago it looked great yeah
0: i'll <laughs> it, agree with that it, i was actually thinking it was like a piece of like italian cheese or something like here's a rare no, fu- it, you know it's
1: plum cake. Yeah, i would i couldn't identify that as a piece of cake so you'd have to, you'd have to think no, a word like, for it
2: <laughs> like i said it looks like a piece of petrified wood with plums yeah. and stuff in it you know?
1: yeah it Both. does it's very odd looking so, time. oh go james so
2: i was gonna bring this one up um so, we all know that, you know, uh, back in uh, 2021, the, the Taliban uh, uh, seized power out in, uh, um, uh, there it is, Kabul, right? Right. Well, they, they have complaints now. They don't like the fact that they have nine to five jobs now.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> they're, no, they're very I don't daughter. believe it.
2: They're very bothered by Trent by the, no, tra- the traffic, rent, uh, looking at Twitter, talking <laughs> to women. Mm-hmm. You know these things, these things. are very trying on the on these oh. Taliban men who go out and uh, took over took over this whole area. Um. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I think you should that to them, right?
0: Oh yeah, I I i oh. <sighs> I, there's so many jokes i want to make and all of them highly inappropriate and'll get me canceled so i i uh <laughs> i i don't so, feel sorry yeah. for any of them
2: so according to them when they took over they were gonna make things a lot nicer than when they took it over in the 90s mm-hmm. and um, they said they were gonna they were gonna be nicer to women they were gonna give them more freedom than before and, and now. It's a it driver. Um they're not allowing women to attend school, university, and have been killing protesters. Again.
0: And so, they they probably require women to be in those, uh like the full face burqa. Burkas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which by the way, yeah, sure. if if anybody's out there actually wears a burqa, I'm curious. Like everyone I've seen is all black. How hot is that damn thing? I've always wanted the same thing. Especially like the ones I've seen, um, I saw a number of years ago some documentary about Iran and all the women had like the full face burkas with those isolates and I'm thinking, dear God, that woman's gotta be sweating because I'm I'm sweating just looking at the thermometer in that documentary. Yeah, of
1: course the men could run around in short sleeve shirts and all the cool stuff. But oh, know, I have subjugate to subjugate our women. I
0: have they to have say to that the Iranian the, the Iranian men thing that uh, I actually used to know the name of it. It's that white gown looking thing. Mm-hmm. looks super cool. Like just like a uh, temperature wise. Absolutely.
1: Got to be a whole lot better. You know, you can free ball that baby and you're fine. And you know what? Apparently is <laughs> you know, it's
0: probably super cool to kids. Cause apparently Georgia is having problems with students getting drunk off vanilla extract. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's an old one. They've been doing that forever. No, this is...
0: I I, uh, I just saw this, and it is an old article, but I was thinking... Like, I remember people who'd get, like, drunk off of... Uh, what was it? that The green death-flavored Robotussin, and I thought that took balls. Mm-hmm. I think drinking uh, vanilla extract... Yeah.
1: NyQuil. NyQuil.
0: I thought... Now, now, this, drinking vanilla ac- extract, I think, takes uh, real guts.
2: So, I, I remember I was in probably... Oh, uh, let's see eighth Doo-doo-doo. grade, Doo-doo-doo. and I knew somebody who—that's what she did. Ugh. She would always have like the extracts on her body, like a few little, different little bottles of them. Because at that time, I don't know if they, I don't know if they card you now for it. They probably don't card you for buying extracts and stuff. But she would get the peppermint, oh, and the mint ones, and she's <laughs> like, these have the highest. Con- uh, you know alcohol concentration, alcohol content in them yeah and yeah. these get you drunk really fast i remember her trying to get me to drink a couple of those and i'm like no mm. no i am not drinking that so here is not that so bad. that's an
1: alcohol that's an alcoholic in the making that girl so oh, here
2: yeah, i don't know what happened to her but she probably did turn into an alcohol oh so,
1: yeah i mean if she liked that i hate to say oh, it but she probably ten, did here, here's 10 ways people
0: get drunk without drinking Snorting alcohol, (laughs) that but but, okay. (laughs) And and I'm sorry, that just sounds painful. Inhaling vaporized alcohol, injecting alcohol—I always thought that was a myth. Breathing in gasoline or aerosol sprays, yeah. (laughs) What's up?
2: So the one I, the one I heard now. This is—it's an urban legend. I don't know if it's true, but the this lady. Would uh so her husband was like a real bad alcoholic, and uh they kept on having him, you know, get arrested for it and spend jail time, but he was so addicted to it that he would have her take alcohol and put it up his butt. And uh, apparently your intestines down there absorb, absorb the alcohol it. Really quick
1: so... so
0: you
2: get really drunk. I don't know if it's true. It's just a rumor. I've heard I'm that.
1: Here's heard that rumor, too. That same rumor. I've that's, heard it. That's, that's, I that. want to know. I do but so, I never
2: want to try it. Here's,
0: <laughs> here's number six. Number six and seven both make me question humanity. Inserting alcohol enemas. Yep,
1: that's, that's what it. I was just talking about. That's
0: and it. Yep. Inserting alcohol-soaked tampons. That's number seven. And eight... Eyeballing. Ah. Oh. oh.
1: Oh. Well, I tell you what, you do that once too many, and you may not have an eye left. I
0: have, I have, a, I have a small shot of moonshine. If anybody wants to try that, because I can barely drink that stuff. It's only good for wounds.
1: Moonshine for a little
0: bit. It's it's a small little one. I I've always wanted to try it, so I've been getting like little samples, and it's like that uh, apple like apple oh. pie moonshine yeah, apple and pie it, it has a good flavor but the alcohol is so strong you have to find out what you can tamper that that alcohol down mm. with
2: i think i found a pineapple one at one point
0: mm.
2: and that one wasn't bad like john said it had a good flavor but it was just one of those it's like it's like drinking you know an extract of pineapple oh. pineapple extract you know it's like very, not very pleasant
1: by
0: the way, it's hilarious to give people a shot of this moonshine because everybody makes the
1: same face. You know, their face oh, yeah. contorts. it's I tried it. It was, uh, could, I couldn't even get it past my nose. <laughs> it was like burning the hairs. It was terrible. Oh, man. So, you know, um, how about, I got a list here. 14 things we buy and almost never use. Let's try this one. Online subscriptions. There's the truth. I've bought a few of those at, uh, haven't haven't worked out the best financially i'm i'm
0: really <laughs> good at i'm really good at that because if i don't use it within a certain period of time then i just generally you know I i i don't i i cancel it
1: yeah well you know there's there's people you get a get a hair and you go oh i'm gonna learn spanish so i'll sign up for oh. an online course of spanish or something and then you never use it just just get and a job you, in a kitchen
0: ask james that's how you learn
1: spanish there you go there you go. Okay. Uh extended warranties. Boy, I am done buying any extended warranties. I can tell you that. That's so wait, hold just on. Awful.
0: As as a guy who has sold a lot of these, that there's mm-hmm. there's a tip that I always tell people, and it's all about if it makes you comfortable. Um if and this is hundred percent true, because the chances you're gonna use it is very nil, especially if you use um certain yeah. companies one. But if it makes you comfortable, the fact you're buying a warranty that may be a giant pain in the ass to use, it's worth it. But you know. And that's 100%. I, yeah. That's how I sold it. There was a number of people that I told them it's a giant pain in the ass, but if this product is a lot of money for you, it's 100% worth it. Even if you well,
1: don't use it, if you say that, so. Oh, yeah. I don't I I wish I could get all the money back on the extended warranties I've purchased and never used.
0: Ooh, that's a bingo.
1: Uh, <laughs> and filing cabinets? That's interesting. Mine are stuffed full. I use mine all the time. But that's what they say, filing cabinets. How about uh, expensive home exercise equipment? Now, there's another truth. I've seen a lot of people that will buy Pelotons and other home home exercise equipment and use them for about a week. They sit there and collect dust. Yeah. Uh, silly baby care stuff. Hmm. Uh, all right. I won't go any further than that. Cookbooks. Ah, now there's another truth. No, what happen- tend to buy what happens? Uh, is they I get mean, big- I, I know at one time love my wife, but she must have had fifty cookbooks. She may have cracked one once.
0: <laughs> they all get pat they they generally get passed down to the next passed person. Passed down, and- yeah.
1: What was the right. one everybody used? Not the Mother Earth. Um Is it the one with a the plaid cover? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one with the plaid cover. It's like a staple in everybody's home. Oh, what is that called? Uh- America's uh, Home Cookbook? Better Homes and No. Um, the, anyway. I I, yeah, it, we, we all know we're talking about. We just can't come up with the name. That I, one seemed to be ubiquitous everywhere. I, I did uh, I, I did
0: date a woman for a short period of time who had the Julius Child sets of cookbooks and was absolutely enthralled with them.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if that's your thing, I can understand that. But we're talking a majority of people. Things like well. gym gym memberships. Jim's bet on the fact... That after the first that the you know the renewal every January one, after that first month you'll never use it again. That's the whole premise that they operate off of. So gym memberships, I believe that one. Uh how about uh day planners and journals? I you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I tried journaling for the yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna do this every day and it lasted about two days. <laughs> I
2: lasted longer than you. I think I made it a month.
1: Oh wow, that's great! You uh, know, looking I had, back at I like, looking back at it, I kind of wish I had done it because it would have been interesting to see. But you know, I I just, like it's not in me.
2: People like telling me all at the same time, like, "You need a journal. You need a journal." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, "Oh, we do it all the time." I'm like, okay. Well, it's like the
1: it's like the people that yeah. would, you know they grow up with a, writing in their diary.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the same cool. thing
1: right and either i think you either have it in you to do that or you don't i mean i knew yeah. um friends who mostly women it seemed like that were really good at that i couldn't get past the first couple of days yeah. <laughs> it's like you know so i, I can see that one yeah we uh,
2: don't have the writer gene in me
1: no nah, no nah, not that so um There was a, there's a, there's a comedian. Uh, Single use appliances. What is a single use appliance? Bread maker. Uh, hot dog toaster. Mm. Cotton candy cart cake pop-up maker. Mm. Okay. I don't know about that one. Travel accessories. What? Let's see. Uh, Passport covers, money belts, packing cubes. See the the, mm. the muddy belts uh I've I always heard yeah, it
0: helps you like compress what you're packing. It it makes things a little bit more organized if you don't know how to
1: pack. Right. Okay. Um First I've seen them where you have, have you seen those commercials where they hook up like a vacuum to it and it oh, evacuates yeah, so, there. Yeah. yeah, they compress yeah. and things. I think that's what they're talking about.
0: You might use them cool, once. The, yeah, the only, they are
1: cool, but it's a, it's know, a one-way he, trip <laughs> unless yeah. you buy a vacuum. <laughs> And then what do you do Just throw all your stuff away? So afterwards, I don't know. So there's that. Souvenirs. Yeah, I think we've all bought souvenirs and then we put it somewhere and then you kind of go, mm, okay. I, you
0: know,
1: I, I kind of disagree. Like I've
0: got a. Well, little, yeah,
1: I, you're kind of the exception to the rule. I've I'd got i like
0: I've got a little Eiffel towel, a tower um, that I've had forever. I've got like a yeah. Gettysburg cannon, you know, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Mainly because I've got a memory like a sieve, so it's you know I should have probably collected all the spoons. I could have just hung them on the wall instead of trying to find it where I put everything.
1: You know, unless you're here's the other one over the top camping equipment. So I don't know what they mean by over the top, but I imagine everybody said, "Hey, I'm going to go camping," and they go to uh, one of the uh, big stores, REI, right? Like yeah, yeah, the REI Cowboys. Uh, buy- well,
0: they, they sell you here's a 16 man tent. Cool, all my family can go.
1: <laughs> yeah and, and, and so you then you buy all this stuff and you and, use it once
0: and then you see it on then you see it on facebook but two years later buy my fucking tent
1: i think uh my, my bad my dad was into uh really in the camping and that was our summer vacations for many 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 years and always had that same tent you know and i'll give him credit he used his stuff over and over and over again but that's the uh, uh
2: i'm not it was mechanic. his
1: generation
2: i can't do it I, I just don't like. I don't want to camp.
1: <laughs> I don't blame it.
2: I don't want to do it.
1: I'm over I, it now too. I, I
2: could remember you getting that big old RV, and I thought that's the way to do it.
1: Yep. In Me too. Yeah. Do it so, in comfort. You're gonna do it. That's yeah. I. But, I yeah. could.
0: I. I could camp, but I prefer doing it. I. I that's one of the reasons I want to buy Ram ProMaster at some point. I want I've to make my own slept camper van. Under
2: the star. Not passed out, John. Those are different times. I've slept under <laughs> the stars camping. And, you know, it, I've slept in tents, I've slept on the air mattresses, all that crap. I prefer to be home.
0: That, that reminds mm-hmm. me, by the way, of a Paul Rodriguez jokes that I can't tell from about 35 years ago. <laughs> Look up if, I'm if you I'm sure well, he
2: could tell them anymore, by the way, if you oh. want to
0: see what I'm looking for and what joke I'm talking about, it, it's one of the, oh crap ah come it's one of the comic reliefs i think it's comic relief Four with paul rodriguez it's hilarious look it up mm-hmm.
2: so i got okay. something that just came to mind after rob's done with this list
1: okay good keep Same it in mind it. it's got two more items specialized sports equipment um didn't you just do that with the home gym crap pretty much i guess this is uh you know like uh what are they talking about here uh broom ball. and yeah, this must be a east oh, coast okay. thing uh, different weird, weirdest, weird specialized sports equipment, strange stuff. Okay, what? And the last is frivolous pet purchases. Hmm. Are, are they that talking would be... about
2: like pet supplies?
1: Yeah, um, doggy I guess dental hygiene, the job. Pet
2: themselves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that too, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. So that was the end of their but list. So at least that was
0: yeah. wouldn't frivolous. Something pet thing would be something the pet didn't use. Because a lot of wacky stuff that people actually use that I would consider frivolous.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: But that that one's
1: uh Yeah, but a lot of again once it once it, you, you start out really good, like I'm gonna brush my dog's teeth. Who does no. that? That last couple of days. Ah, there's... What 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 person thinks, yes, I'm gonna
0: get I'm gonna brush my dog that that, that, that person needs um I'll, look up I'll a therapist. Before, but, yeah but every uh, yeah. day? I, I could see no, having no, it, no, but I, I mean, yeah that's the to...
1: see that's the thing you gotta it's just like brushing your own teeth you have to do all the time and if you're gonna do that you oh well. yeah
2: so um John talking about uh Paul Rodriguez's jokes it made me think of um of Mel Brooks <laughs> you know because it made me think of like jokes we can't tell anymore right um that's so have vingo. you guys seen the ad? for history of the world part two
1: yes yes
2: now um i looked at I, I really did dug into the writers of this and there's only two writers credited and other than mel brooks he's got one other guy on there and mm-hmm. i don't have the guy's name off the top of my head but i'm gonna pull it up right now for for everyone um now The cast of History of the World Part Two is very, very exciting. Now, if you guys don't know, this is not going to be a movie.
1: Okay, what's it going to be?
2: It's going to be an eight-episode TV series. Oh, okay. All right. um, It's going to be on Hulu. Okay. So that's that's you know that's kind of exciting. But when I look at it, I look at the writers because that that's where I'm like. It's got to have Mel Brooks. Now Mel Brooks is what like 156,
1: something like uh, that. Yeah,
2: he's only like 92, but you know, <laughs> might 92. as well be. <laughs> but I'm like, he can't really be writing that much. So David Stroh, uh, Stassen, sorry, and he doesn't really have a lot on it, on his uh on his fight that he's done, so- which is kind of worrisome to me, but. I go back to this. I may not trust this David Stassen guy, but I sure as hell trust Mel Brooks.
0: Well, I would maybe, maybe Mel Brooks is like Prince or Eddie Van Halen and the fact that they have a, they, they all had like vaults worth of stuff that they were, they were working on or they played with. Maybe he just has a ton of content that they're just pulling from and then refining.
2: Yeah, maybe. Maybe, but I mean, this guy has got The Mindy Project, which is another Hulu show. I've never seen it. I've heard of it. Never seen it. And Central Intelligence, which is uh, Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson. yeah <clears throat> uh, okay. okay. And then another one, which is HBO, and this doesn't really interest me, but it's Sex Lives of College Girls. <laughs> and I'm like... I really am not I'm really not impressed by this repertoire of what this guy's got you know so but I look at him like man Mel Brooks like that that guy he did a lot of stuff that cannot be made today oh yeah I mean can you guys imagine blazing saddles being (laughs) put out nowadays you know yeah uh, yeah so i'm curious about how it's gonna be done i'm curious about how it is um but you know like i said it is i trust the crap out of Mel Brooks.
1: so
0: um
1: yeah i yeah i uh <clears throat> i'm hoping for good things
2: yeah so i mean i've been waiting for this one for a long time i agree with ryan if there are no nazis on ice
0: i may
2: write.
0: do you know we've all heard good things about today's show is brought to you by audacity the unforgettable party game for mischievous people the game where dignity is overrated Make sure you go to com or selected stores. Make sure you use Mad Trio, all caps, all one word, for 10% off your final order. Make sure you tell Miss Adassia herself that the Mad Trio sent you. Do you want to keep up to date with the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Make sure you go to themadtrio.com or check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
1: Yay! Okay. I think I think there's. So one. have you, have you guys ever looked, watched a movie, and yes, I've seen a movie. You looked at somebody shooting, shooting a firearm. And oh god!
2: My, oh god. Where are we going with this? Okay, I'm getting on nervous.
1: No, no, this is actually a good thing. And you wondered what <laughs> you wondered what that firearm was. Oh, okay, yeah. You couldn't quite identify it. Right? Yeah,
0: there's a so, website for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, IMFDB.org. Yeah and if you go there and you have a question about a particular firearm used in a movie they should have it in the database i i've been using
0: the the the, the firearm database for years because like it's like what is that based off of and it, it shows oh this is based off an h and k blah blah blah
1: yeah yeah actually it's it's kind of neat i've i had forgotten about it and stumbled across it again recently and i went huh that's right i remember this yeah there's so, a
2: there's a place in uh when what is it in Mm sino that is like the memorial you know it's like a a film gun vault that is like the has like a pretty much every gun that's ever been made for film tv Hmm. you know any of that Hmm. and it's like a gun vault that they have like even like the the ones that are like totally sci-fi-ish ones and all this stuff and they kind of use it as a database kind of hmm. like what you're saying for yeah, yeah, films yeah there there was like a a crew that went in there and kind of looked around and showed you different ones and it's like a museum I think it's an yeah. I'd have yeah. to I think Ryan would know where that's at but I don't I don't know but yeah I always want to go visit that place but you really can't go in there
0: to
1: wander
2: around <laughs> <It> kind of sucks <laughs>
1: I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs>
2: yeah. But uh um, yeah. yeah.
1: So anyway, if you if you any of you out there and you're watching a movie and you want wondering wonder what that was, there you go. Now you can look it up. The the thing I
0: like All about right. this is it has television, anime, and video games. That that I actually think is cool because it, it, it you know. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I used it for, was it Starship Troopers? There was one I was trying to figure out what the base weapon was. Because if you look at Star Troopers, they always have like these huge, uh, like y- you have to be like three armed guns to shoot.
1: Mm.
0: I love that yeah. movie. Such a fun movie.
1: So, you know, all of a sudden we've been shooting down all these either balloons or not talking about what it is for shooting da, 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 down UFO da, things out there. Guys heard about that? Yep. No. Yep. So you you uh so there was a Chinese what China claimed was a weather balloon but everybody oh, yeah. else saying it's a you know it's a spy balloon and I guess they've been doing it for a while but we had one fly over uh from Canada down into Montana and then basically go all the way across the United States to uh outside of uh I want to say South Carolina it's one of the Carolinas Anyway, where we finally shot it down. So there's been four others that we have shot down since then. And the government isn't really telling us what it, what it is that they've been yeah, what it is we they've been shooting down. So yeah, hey, I've just cover, mentioned that they're shooting things. down things. You know what i So, I'm, so, so there's speculation because like, you know,
2: the Battle of Los Angeles type thing
1: well i you know i don't know so, so so it's it's you know so if you don't if the government doesn't come out and say it's actually a balloon then what is it they're not saying what it is and so a lot of people are going oh it's ufos they're so really coming i are coming here
0: i have two tinfoil hat ones one is the the uh, it's it's the ufos and the two the second one is this to suggest the start of world war Three. <laughs> Because it, it, it somewhat makes sense, um, especially if you connect dots that don't really match. But you've got Russia and Ukraine. You've got Russia being backed by China. You've got China kind of, you know, being like the, the quote-unquote young, young upstart trying to see what it can get away with. You know, and they have all these like belts and roads initiatives. And I don't know. It, it vaguely makes sense, especially if you're somebody who's a, a
1: warmonger. Well, you know, it's kind of funny. It strikes me. Uh, most of the people that have either witnessed it or seen it, some are saying, oh, yeah, it was obviously a balloon. And then supposedly there's a quote from one of the fighter pilots that uh, shot down the object saying, I don't know what it was. It was rectal and kind of odd. It's kind of like, well, all right." What is, what? you know, it's sometimes you wonder why the government makes certain things top secret or secret, whatever it may be, when they don't really need to. I, like <laughs> Well why why do I have this feeling? He said
0: it in like a southern accent. Y'all don't know what it was. It looked like it was square f- flying. Had a string on it. Yeah,
2: I totally lost
0: Yeah, I didn't hear oh, a word. Of I said <laughs> why oh oh gee, thank you. Internet's unstable. Um, I said, why, why does it sound like some, the guy, the, the person you just talked about had a Southern accent? Cause anytime they show like somebody sounds stupid, it's usually a Southerner for some reason.
1: Mm. Um, good <laughs> so okay. have, have any of you
0: guys gone to the theaters in the last six months?
1: No. Last six months, maybe just possibly six months ago.
0: Well, I've I've been starting to read some articles lately that have popped up, and I'm I'm curious about them. They talk about how a lot of people are tired of guaranteed movies, like you know the the Marvels, uh, what DC's trying to do, and people are missing what the '80s and '90s movies have traditionally done. Like you got a sequel or two, but it wasn't nonstop sequel. Um. And I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about it a bit, because I do know, I listened to, uh, I think it was an interview with Elijah Woods talking, I think it was Elijah Woods, maybe it was somebody else, mentioning one of the reasons these these movies got made that weren't so good is because they would get money in the back end through rentals. So do you think, do you think we're ever going to get more boutique movies, you know, like Tango and Cash and Terminator, mm-hmm. like movies that were not guaranteed to make any money? Or um... Cobra?
2: I think we will, I think uh, most of stuff is gonna go to what uh, what uh, um, Nicholas Cage was doing recently which is uh, making movies straight to streaming So mm. that's where it's gonna go like um, I, I know uh, Amazon has their own streaming studio that they do movies that are exclusively for Prime. <laughs> well, so same with Hulu and Netflix but I,
0: I have to right. admit like
2: movies that right. are specifically yeah. made for them, like red notice. Um, I can't think of any off of Hulu right now, but there's other ones on prime. There's like, they do but, horror movies. That do you know, specifically bo- for them. And then Schroeder does the same thing.
0: Do you know what bothers me though? Is, is I knew, I still believe theaters are going to become a boutique experience at some point. Um, and somewhere Ryan's rolling in a grave. Um, but it still sucks. I love going to the movie theaters. I love buying the popcorn and the smell. But there hasn't been any movies in the last year, two well, years that it's worth paying thirty dollars for.
2: You know, you could always invest in one of those single-use things that Rob was talking about a little while ago, like a popcorn machine. I know. I, I don't <laughs> know if Rob still has one. Do you, you have know. one of
0: those, Rob? Yeah, I do. Yeah, but it's (laughs) not, I have to, it's, it's not, to be honest, it's still not the same experience. You know, it's not, you're pulling up, you're buying the ticket. It's the whole ambiance of it. Even though, to be honest, my, my home theater, when uh, it was set up is, is, was better than a lot of theaters I've been to over the years.
2: Um, well, most of the ambiance now, it's like, uh, there's quite a few movie theaters that have beds. Yep. I mean, you can go to most movie theaters and now get a steak dinner. Oh, by the way, it's not the same thing anymore. John.
0: I, I, I want to add on to the list of gross and nasty things that you touch every day: movie theater seats slash and or beds. That's that's uh especially if they're in a quasi iffy area. I, I got to tell you, I walked
1: the last time I walked into the theater. Our, our little local theater up here is remodeled and everything, and I we, we went to see you know a four dollar movie and uh and you walk in there they've got those beds kind of you're talking about they're actually like lounges and and i'm kind yeah. of going what the hell is that for <laughs> so,
2: so i don't know if rob's ever heard this story but i i remember being with john and i went to uh surprisingly this theater's still around but the the uh one down off iron point iron point theater in Folsom.
0: Oh, jeez, yeah.
2: And that we're at the theater, and um, we get there, and this specific theater has these kind of like cubby chairs that I kind of refer to them at the back of the theater. You're up, mm-hmm. up, like on this little flight of stairs, up three, and then it's like kind of tucked in. You get this little partition wall and everything. Oh no! And I used to sit back there, and. John and I showed up there one day and we're in, in this place this is back when I was still in my chair uh, the, the handicapped seating is back there in front of that spot and we're there and we're watching the movie I don't remember what movie it was but I just remember John and I both looked at each other because we're hearing these interesting noises behind <laughs> us
1: Yeah, and this
2: guy telling this girl that she gotta be quieter and <laughs> John and I are like, this guy's on a date, quote-unquote, <laughs> date. <laughs> I swear to God, this guy hired a prostitute, brought her into uh, the city, snuck back there, and was uh, being serviced by her during the movie. Oh, uh, well. I never sat in those chairs ever again back Yeah, there.
1: I bet. No.
2: <laughs> and I'm sure John remembers this, because I remember we both looked at each other like, uh...
0: To be honest, I don't. It's it's one of those things that every every time you bring up, I'm like, I'm so glad I don't remember you know the heavy breathing and petting.
2: Oh god, I just remember like looking over at you, John. I'm like, dude, this guy's on a date. And you're like, what? I'm like, dude, guy behind us is on a date. What
0: do you do you remember the movie we saw?
2: No, I'm trying to remember it wasn't a matrix. I know that. I don't remember. It wasn't a very good movie. I do remember that. Cause it was the, some action flick or something, I think.
0: Honestly, but, the, the two movies I remember that we saw were The Matrix and Inglorious Bastards, because those, those were the ones that we got the most comments from the audience. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we've talked about this or not. I don't remember. But in The well, Matrix... I think we brought it up. <laughs> And the Matrix, it, it it when when Trinity has more holes in her than a, like a, a wheel of Swiss cheese. James and I wanted just to get out of the theater a little bit later, and both die y'all die already because it's like a twenty minute scene. It's probably eight minutes in real life, but it uh, was uh, it's just
2: actually over nine minutes. I've okay, t- I did time it.
0: But she wow. she had these pipes running all through, and and you could hear everybody going, you know, shut up, no," and 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 glorious bastards. <laughs> At yeah. a Glorious Bastards, James and I were like the only people laughing through the entire movie. And you look behind you, and all these people had these, oh my God, like expressions. And it's like, it's a fucking Tarantino movie. Haven't any of you guys seen his stuff? They're all yeah, kind of I mean, shocking.
2: Maybe most of them haven't seen Jackie Brown.
0: Uh, I'm yeah. jealous
2: well no there there's uh scenes in in bastards that are like thrown back to uh the Jackie Brown movie just different different styles that he did he brought them from from that into there but he brought it those into all of his movies really so it's just kind of like his style type thing
0: yeah I just hate, it. I, I just I just really dislike Jackie Brown the one I actually have to try to force myself to watch because I just haven't time is uh, the hateful eight I've heard it's an amazing movie I just haven't <laughs> seen it.
2: So when the the History of the World Part 2 dropped, Ryan and I talked and this is kind of funny because we did talk about all three of those. Inglorious Bastards, Hateful Eight and uh, Jackie Brown. And Jackie Brown was like, I think Ryan was saying, it's 45 minutes too long. I agree. (laughs) Um, You can cut down on that, that movie. And Ryan just kept on going back to the Hateful Eight thing and I'm like, I don't know. I, if I look at Tarantino's films, uh, the ones that I really enjoy are Django Unchained. Yeah. And Inglorious Bastards. Those are the top two. And then it's Reservoir Dogs and goes on and on. But,
0: you know,
2: Hateful Eight is not up there and it's up there for him. Rob, did you ever see that one?
1: Uh, no, not that one. I,
2: uh, You know, it, it kind of reminds me a bit of Open Range at times.
1: Mm-hmm. But okay. I
2: don't know. Anyways.
1: Yeah, I no. That's one I just never got around to seeing.
2: Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So um Rob.
1: Mm.
2: Now what I was talking about earlier about the the gun place. Yeah. That was it. Just so you can look it up and for people at home that may be interested in seeing what I'm talking about, it's called ISS Props.
0: why have i heard of that because you
2: probably probably talked about it ryan's probably talked about it but um if you look (laughs) there is little bits on youtube where you'll see things where there's like tours and you can kind of see it see different things but Mm -hmm. yeah it's a 150,000 square foot warehouse
1: whoa yeah that's a a that's a big place wait wait so it's
0: it's it's, yeah. packed,
1: it's so packed with that's
2: guns in Hollywood, and they've got multiple different locations all over the world where hmm. they provide to the Euro- u.s and europe so it's really really cool if you guys got some time to look at some of the tours that that cameramen have done so yeah. it's yeah. a
0: really cool so, so it's a, so it's a gun nerd huh. nirvana huh. is that really what it is
2: Yes, it's Independent Studio Services Props is what ISS stands for. So, but it, it is really, really cool to see the things that these guys have made for movies and television. Yeah, and a lot of yeah. them, uh, there's quite a few that are actually working guns, mm-hmm. and then there's a lot that just shoot blanks. So it's they've got they've got everything you can think of.
0: So and mm-hmm. the old guy is an expert in this wouldn't prop like even if they shot blanks wouldn't they legally be considered a working firearm
1: it's uh yeah it's quite possible um it's one of the things that yeah that atf would probably have to get involved with it and depending on what's going on with it because they they would they would still need an f they'd still need an ffl for that right well there's there there's classes i'm sorry james go ahead
0: Oh, I was
2: going to say on their website, they go into what you need to, to even work there.
1: Yeah.
2: And you oh, have to wow. have FFL. You, there's like multiple different certifications you need to get through the government agencies.
0: It's kind of interesting, but Ooh. yeah. Alphabet agencies. Really,
2: really cool thing. If you guys take, have some time to look at it. Oh, that yeah. would be,
0: that'd be fun Sounds to like take a tour. Yeah.
2: I don't know if they do tours because I, uh, so, I think they do some areas that you can do tours, but I don't think they take you through the Honestly, it's, place. <laughs> it's
0: probably yeah. like Jay Leno's Garage. It's one of those things that it's easier to keep it private than invite just for legal and liability reasons. Oh, yeah. I, I could oh, assume yeah. if you're a mass, a place with a mass amount of firearms, it's easier just to s- invite people once in a while. Because I, I couldn't imagine with the amount of firearms they probably have. It's got to be a logistical nightmare to have tours.
2: So speaking of Hollywood and firearms, um, they're one of our favorite... Hollywood guys Keanu Reeves Uh got the honorific of having uh, um, now I was going to say I I just want to get the terminology right one second (laughs) Um, okay so it is just a compound that kills so efficiently that it's named after Keanu Reeves it's a pesticide
1: a pesticide okay so it kills bugs really well
2: yeah, Keanu Meissen.
1: Keanu Meissen. That's
2: what is named after... Sounds innocent. like an antibiotic. It's a German researcher, Sebastian Goetz. Um, now, he put this out, and he said that it's killed so efficiently because Keanu Reeves, he too, is extremely dangerous, deadly in his roles. So he named it after Keanu Reeves because of how how good it is and it's uh yeah it's for pesticides and it kills um a fungal plant uh i don't even know if i can pronounce that Botry- botrytis scenario hmm. which is a gray mold that destroys a certain harvests. so oh uh,
1: okay fruit and vegetable for agricultural seeds.
2: use yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, so anyways yeah kind of got something named after him
0: Yay. Congratulations. What a thing <laughs> to get named cool. after him. But, um, does he get a t shirt? He's got to get a t shirt of some sort of like, he's got to get swag, right?
2: I would think so. But, yeah. You know. <laughs> but, yeah, the, I guess there's a few different um kinds of, there's like a few different things that have been named after different actresses and pop icons over the years, but, I guess that's what happens when you run out of Greek names.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess. (laughs)
2: That's kind of cool. But yeah, I thought thought it was kind of cool that he got a little thing thrown out to him. (laughs) I don't even know if he even knows about it. He probably does. Oh, yeah, probably does.
0: Yeah, the scientist probably
2: reached out to his uh, publicist and said, hey, I'm going to name this after you. Don't sue me.
0: Honestly, he's... Yeah. He's he's the one celebrity I'd be interested in his take because he's like, and maybe this is just his public image, but he seems to be like the most humble kind of whatever guy, like laissez-faire actor there is. Because anytime you hear uh, something about him or you see an interview, he's sort totally of like, you know, he seems super laid back, super like, oh, yeah, I have a lot of money, but he doesn't, you know, brag about it. Like, you see a lot of actors, they've got like, you know, $120,000 watches, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he does have Arc Arch motorcycles so maybe that's his uh that's that's his Rolex.
2: <laughs> yeah probably. Yeah. Who knows. Yeah. I always thought he would be kind of cool. I've seen like him like he takes public transport quite a lot. He um he doesn't really dress like crazy. He kind of dresses like how you look at a uh, uh, Steve Jobs kind of dresses or dressed where it's just very plain you know clothes that just look comfortable they're not like
1: Uh, he's not flashy
2: i'm sure the that his pants are really really well made his shirts are Mm -hmm. really well made his jackets are really well made i'm sure they're like way out of my price range they're not like walmart off the shelf or target off the shelf type things (laughs) They're, they're probably you know more expensive than that but
0: he does seem super chill, though. I mean, he's like the one celebrity I've never heard anybody say bad things about.
2: Um, now, did you guys see the – Rob, did you see the Bear the bear TV show? No. Okay. So it's like a, It's about a cooking show. Okay. There's a lot of people that say that uh, it's the most realistic TV show as far as the industry goes.
1: Okay. and uh,
2: so there. there's well, that's that right i've heard
1: about it yeah.
2: Um. Uh, now there's somebody that put out his outfit and they listed what each piece of his clothing is because they're like um they were just kind of interested in what he wears now he's got some cheap jeans a nice apron a couple towels and then this this t-shirt now the t-shirt kind of threw me off because somebody posted about it. And it, the shirt on there, I'm trying to find the price, was like $90. Okay. For this one t shirt. And it just looks like a regular under t shirt that you wear, you know, for so,
1: um, it, it probably didn't come in a pack of three. Is is it like some special yeah. cooking thing, or is it just a white plain t-shirt?
2: it looks like a white plain t-shirt, but it's supposed to be high quality. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I I wear those shirts, but you you know, I go down and I pick them up from these little crappy packs. Yeah. And then I have, then I have the 80 to 90 over a hundred dollar plus chef
1: coat.
2: Right. I, I personally have four of those. When I go, I work at most of the jobs that they provide shirts Right. Then I go and I'll use theirs because those get dry cleaned and mine get dry cleaned out of my pocket. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's always worth saving money. Point. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm on it. But I just remember I came I found that and it was like this. I'm like, for one shirt? Yeah.
0: I just don't, what's, the quality but, can't be that good enough over the
1: three pack of Hanes. I just don't see... Uh, yeah, we're like, uh, We're a bit I, pedestrian I looked, guys. I mean, come on. It's called being broke. It, like, that's, I'm like maybe it, it's Egyptian it, cotton.
2: I, I looked here. at it and it's, it's not it's not flame resistant.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: It, it doesn't look like it breathes any different. I'm like, I just don't I don't get why you would spend yeah. too much money on on a t-shirt like I that. think I'm Rob's got to be right it's
0: it's 300 thread it's 300 thread count it's the super soft luxurious yeah.
2: yeah yeah but i mean you're working in a kitchen and it's a white shirt
0: <laughs> that's that's why i'm laughing it's ridiculous yeah. i just
2: i'm like you got to have that thing really well cleaned if you're in there yeah you're going to want to get
1: something that you can put some bleach with
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And right? I'm sure that bleach is going to destroy that shirt, you know? Oh, it's, absolutely. It's going <laughs> to eat at the cotton, it's going to eat at the thread, and yeah, I mean, I've thrown, I've used my chef coats and I've thrown bleach in there, but it says I can, and it's, you know, they're, like I said, they're, they're expensive, they're expensive chef coats, I don't wear them to work all the time, because <laughs> I don't have to, I'll use the, the crap that, you know, whatever. Yeah.
0: I i just right. I'm just shocked but I shouldn't. I'd like for example I've been watching this watch guy. He's a Dutch guy on YouTube and he sells watches and he'll talk about the watches celebrity have. Like he'll talk about oh this is a five hundred and fifty thousand dollar watch and I'm thinking, Wow I got mine for free.
1: <laughs> you know yeah. jewelry when you get the jewelry and you get things like watches at those levels and all that you know it comes down to if you got the money to spend on something i guess i guess you know your your standard i mean you know what am i talking about i've got a thousand dollar apple watch you know so everybody's got a different level from you know the ten dollar timex on up so
2: my brother um he met a guy who's like very very independently wealthy we go going to status but he also married somebody who's very wealthy as well and for somehow he and my brother met and this guy likes to take him likes to take the boys out on trips and stuff like that and he's bought thousands dollar watches I'm pluralizing that because we're talking like upwards of $5,000 watches Mm -hmm. with my brother and up to probably more than that I think most that my brother said he saw this guy buy was a $15,000 watch. And I'm just like, and I'm thinking about that. And I'm like, and I've, and my brother showed me a few thousand dollar watches that this guy's done and I've held them and looked at them and I'm like, I just don't see it. I just don't see the appeal. (laughs) I, I just, I mean, yeah, they look cool. They have all these great features, you know, like uh, like their stuff winding, you know, all this stuff, and
1: so is my Timex. <laughs> no, yeah, the,
2: you know, like yeah, yeah. I, I know
1: like, it's it's you know when you got when you have that kind of money, it's like, well, I'm, I guess you got to buy something, and for the most part, these watches tend to go up in value, depending on which ones you buy, so. Who knows? I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I'm partially only clowning
0: because I even if I was into that, I would never have the financial means to do it. Uh,
2: I, you know, I, I mean, the most expensive watch that I've ever purchased was probably just under $200. Hmm. And I was using them. It was before, you know, we all had cell phones on us. Right. And I was using them for timing in the kitchen. You know, I wanted to keep track of time. Mm -hmm. and so i had them and i would hang them on my chef coat or somewhere around there so i didn't really need a very expensive watch i needed just to do a few things but after i had a couple of them break and stuff and i'm like i'm not putting money into this anymore Mm
1: -hmm. you know
2: and um but other than that you know i'm not going to put it on my wrist i'm not going to put that on my wrist if i'm in the kitchen and it gets caught on something that can go bad so yeah, yeah i just and i I don't like wearing things on my wrist i don't wear bracelets i don't wear watches i just never got into it i I,
0: i've been wearing an apple watch for years and have actually considering going back to a g uh, G g-shock style watch um uh, i've been considering going back to a a g-shock style watch just because like i I love the apple watch i love what it can do but part of me is wondering you know we've lived in such a a connected world i wonder if like the effects of like not having that thing there. So I've, sure. I've, I've been, I've been really considering doing that. It's I, one of the benefits, honestly, of having like a smartwatch, in my opinion, at least you got all the biometric data uh, that's come in handy for me personally, health wise. I don't, I just don't, yeah. I don't, I don't get the watch thing. However, I really want a Rolex Submariner. I just don't have an extra 10 grand to burn, <laughs> <laughs> but there yeah. or more. Or more like there's there's a base one that is like okay I could go with that because that's a badass watch but I just I I uh <laughs> I don't think my yeah. my wife At the stage
1: would stage too you know it, it also comes down to is that's something I really want to spend that kind of money on
0: yeah that's that's a down payment for right? a car like,
1: uh that's grocery yeah. bills
0: that's that's like if I won the lottery that would be the first thing I would blow was I'm just gonna buy myself a watch I can hand down to my children but I just'
2: <laughs> Well, you could definitely hand down that submariner, but you know,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. I let's I be know. honest. It would be one of those that, um, yeah. I I would have to really have money to throw away. the,
0: the other <laughs> thing, otherwise. the other thing is, where would I wear it? I I'm never in a place for me to wear a <laughs> fancy watch. I'm, you know, whether you, like, yeah
2: in a in, a, in, a, in a vault <laughs> yeah. at a very secure bank, John.
0: Well, let's be honest. If <laughs> I if I had a $10,000 watch, it'd be the most expen- expensive accessory slash clothing item I own. I just can't do it.
2: So you don't want to go yeah. with the $42,000 version?
1: Yeah, we're not even getting to that level yet. <laughs> no. We're still at $10,000. <laughs> Entry my level. Sh- my shoes say <laughs> Mikey. I'm not exactly going <laughs> to
0: buy a, a Rolex. I just I don't know. I don't see it, but I think it's badass though. I love seeing what people are into. I love seeing people geeking out about stuff like this. Watch expert expert is amazing because he like he knows the reference number, he knows the model, he knows what it's made, he knows the like all the intricate details. I think that's badass. I love being and hanging around people about like that, but I just. Oof! I could not have never imagined spending four hundred thousand dollars on a watch that I personally could lose. You think losing a two hundred dollar pair of Maui gems would make you feel bad? Imagine losing a four hundred fifty thousand dollar watch. Oh, I
1: know. I have. I've lost a few hundred dollar
0: Maui
2: gems and I've been upset by, it, but you know. It's
0: like, <laughs> yeah, but that that uh, let's be honest. That 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 pair of sunglasses couldn't exactly feed a family of fifteen for a hundred years like that five hundred. <laughs> thousand dollar watch
1: yeah. yeah. you know it does seem like at a certain point that kind of money for a watch is just like see that here's the problem i'm not that i'm not that wealthy to think that you know you know i go a half a million dollar watch but you know and i don't know that elon a guy like elon musk or whomever these half a billionaires or billionaires or whatever multi-billionaires they got so much money to spend what what is that to them right yeah Elon's so, money—that's I mean, where. Elon's money's interesting because a lot of it's in
0: stock. I would love to know like what his actual liquidity yeah. is.
1: Well, a lot of these guys' values are actually, you know, they're held in stock and on. They go up and they go down, but still, at that point,
0: he's well, got well, I so guess much money. I guess no. Well, my question is: Is he actually a millionaire, or is it is he is he like a billionaire, but he, he only has Starbucks money? <laughs> Because yeah, I just because I, I was like was like when Trump and, and we're we're actually over time but when people were talking was Trump was a billionaire and somebody during at some point said okay he could be a billionaire but it's all tied up in buildings and you're not exactly going to sell a building fast to get cash so it's it's an interesting conversation we talk about billionaires we got to wrap this episode up this has been another amazing episode uh, anybody have any final words no I'm good so. Ladies and gentlemen, for the California Praia, the fat man and the old guy, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.